0: My name is Arlene Lee. I am the Associate Director for Public Policy at the Center for the Study of Social Policy in Washington, D.C., and in that role, I direct all of our public policy work, which is uh, operating at the federal and the state level, um, and we have some particular projects within that, um, and one of those projects actually takes a look at how to build a tool for policymakers to be able to use research and evidence and outcomes to drive better decisions, and that's called policyforresults.org. I'm here in Ireland delivering a policy issues seminar um, as part of a series. Um, This was organized by the Center for Effective Services, an NGO set up to promote an evidence-informed approach to policymaking in Ireland and Northern Ireland. I'll be talking about um, how to look at policy making in a different way, using the lens of evidence, research, and the outcomes we're trying to achieve. So outcomes inform- uh, outcomes-based policy making, evidence-informed policy making, um, particularly in these current economic ch- times. So evidence-informed policy is um, an approach to making policy decisions that uses research to guide development, implementation, and oversight of public policy. And by that I mean we look at the research that's currently available. So when you ask what counts as evidence, that's a really important question because evidence, we think, needs to be defined very broadly. Um, And we talk about this in the context of evidence-informed because we know there is only so much that we currently know, and research is happening every day that will continue to inform us. So evidence, as far as we're concerned, is made up of that which is empirically determined already, Um, those things which have been reported about evaluation outcomes, comparative studies within certain areas, and then the -the on-the-ground experience by practitioners. So all of that makes up what we think we know about what works in human services. When we talk about outcomes-focused public policy, we're talking about how to use a desired goal to drive the work of government. It's really that simple. And the goal, in our view, is the condition that we want for children and families, the thing that we all aspire to for all children and families. And then how we can use that focus to then drive all the actions of government, how we use our resources, how we make laws, how we implement programs, all the tools of government to then help us achieve that larger condition of well-being. So the benefit of using evidence and having an outcomes-focused approach to public policy is It allows us to focus the energy of government on a singular purpose. Right now, when we make policy, it may be in response to a crisis. It may be because this was um, a good idea that someone had. But we may not do all of what we're trying to do as well as we could because we haven't focused our efforts. And in this instance, what we're saying is using this kind of decision-making process allows us to focus on achieving sustainable and measurable improvements for children and families. The challenge to developing policy in the context of long-term outcomes and using evidence is that politics has a shorter time frame, I'm sorry, policy has a shorter time frame because of politics. So one of the greatest challenges to really thoughtfully and deliberately setting out public policy agendas is the influence of the political agenda. Um, And whether that is simply the environment of the politics of the time, or whether it's changes in the economy, or whether it's a change in leadership, um, those kinds of short-term changes then have an influence on longer-term decisions that we make. Um, and so we think that actually, if we start to move in a new direction, um, we can begin to overcome some of those things, especially as the economic conditions are presenting challenges that are going to be with us beyond many of our current leadership. And in fact, we believe that the only thing that policymakers can do under the current circumstance is begin to use informed. Decision making tools as they are developing public policy under the current economic conditions because we have exhausted many of our previous tools. So, because we are in an extended economic decline, um, or at least an extended period of economic challenges, we have already begun to exhaust the things that in the early parts of this current climate. um, across-the-board budget cuts, exhausting any kind of rainy day funds, trying to streamline services. Our traditional responses to limited resources have been exhausted, and many of our programs, many of our um, governmental agencies have been cut deeply. And so now we have to start thinking about how we're going to do this differently. And in fact, we think this way of thinking, where we're looking at what we're trying to achieve, assessing what the research tells us is effective, assessing what that means in terms of the programs we have in place, whether or not they are helping us achieve the goal we're trying to achieve or not. Um, gives policymakers a new set of tools Mm -hmm. that they can use now when we have to make really, really serious decisions. So um, there are a couple of examples that have been really interesting in the United States over the last couple of years where evidence has been used to help develop um, an outcomes-focused policy decision. Um, One of them is in the state of Ohio, where they were looking at their costs around juvenile detention um, and assessing their future costs and realizing that these were not sustainable. Um, And in an effort to determine whether or not there was an opportunity to address these in partnership with the places that were sending youth to those facilities, they created um, a program called Reclaim Ohio, which actually set up an incentive fund for local government to work in partnership with central government to reduce placements by resourcing the development of community-based resources. So taking what would have been spent anyway on children being placed in facilities from that community, providing those dollars to that community, saying you now assume the risk If a child needs to be placed, you will need to pay for that um, on a per-child basis. But in exchange, you have the flexibility to use those dollars to bring up resources in your community to allow you to prevent the need for placement. So in in this environment, it allowed Ohio to say, we're not simply going to close a facility and forget that there are bad outcomes that can occur from that. We will do this in partnership so that we have a shared goal of improving outcomes for these youth. Um, We have shared responsibility across levels of government and with community. Um, And we will have an approach that allows creativity at the local level to be able to help us achieve this. Um, And they had incredible outcomes where they were able to reduce the number of youth who needed to be placed. So it was reducing the need for the service. And then they were able to then realize savings to the state in a very short period of time. It was three budget cycles from full implementation.